You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my new series, Parish. My character, Gray Parish, was a getaway driver. I'm retired from life. You know that. He's in a world over his head. Tell me about this driver job. And he's asked to start to figure things out. I did what you told me to. He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Because there's nothing like a weekend pause with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. This is Paris. Hey, Hunter. Hi, another episode. Yeah, it's good to be home. It is nice to be home because you were in New York for Fashion Week. Mm-hmm. What's that like? It was so much fun. My schedule was out of control, so it was super busy. But I had the best time just spending time with my sister. My mom flew in for Fashion Week, too. I saw some photos of your mom hanging out with literally everybody. Yes, she was. <laughs> uh, I want to know, I think just to put it in perspective for everybody, what time did you wake up every day on average? And what time did you go to bed? This was actually like all about work. Like usually at Fashion Week, I'm you know going to every party, going to the clubs, like staying out late. This time I had to wake up every morning at six and then I would go to bed by like 1030. Oh my gosh. I know. Who it's is crazy. she? I don't know. <laughs> Do you like this transition? Yeah. Cause I feel like for the first time I'm in a relationship where I don't even want to go out. Like we just love being in bed together, cuddling, like watching Netflix Watching Cooking with Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Which I still find to be so funny that you watch. I would too if I was on The Simple Life and Cooking with Paris. I would watch that all the time. That's really good. We just watched this other new show called Clickbait on Netflix. Oh, yeah. Too. People it's love that. So right sick. Now. We just finished it last night. We watched it all weekend. So, yeah, like when you're in love, it's like I don't even care about the parties. I just, the most fun club is Club Bed. 
<laughs> well, I'm looking forward to experiencing Club Bed with a special someone eventually. I and mean, I'm making her watch Sugar Rush and be like, you'll watch every season of this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you'll know the entire intro by the time we're done mm -hmm. with this. But I until then, let's go ahead and meet one of uh, your friends, an incredible actress, uh, musician, kind of just an artistic phenomena. Mm -hmm. I love her. We have my girl, Taryn Manning. Hi. <laughs> Hi. How are you? Hi. Good. Hi. I miss you, babe. And I miss you too. How are you? So good. Congratulations. Thank you. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. He's such a good guy. I'm just so happy. I can tell. Thank He's you. Awesome. Thank you for the sweet message. <laughs> I saw your DM and that was so nice what you said about him. I really appreciate it. Well, I was bummed. Like I couldn't make it. I just been so busy. So I was, I was sad because I had like my plane ticket and everything, but I'm like, she'll never see this, but here we go. I'm just going to let her know. So thank you for reading it. Yes. Well, you were missed at the engagement party, but I hope that we will get to see each other soon because it's been too long. I actually want to know how you and Paris know each other. How did you guys meet? Oh my goodness. I mean, Joey and T, I think maybe fashion shows. Yes. We used to have so much fun. That LA, like we would just be everywhere. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. It was like, I don't know. It was like back then, probably like said like 2003 or four or something like that. There was this line called Joey and T and we both walked the runway. So we met that time. Mm -hmm. Nicole Richie was with us. And yeah, we all did that. And Lewis and everybody. Oh my God, that show was so sick. <laughs> and Brittany was there. Chad Muska. Chad. Wait, Chad. <laughs> yes, the whole crew. Wait, so hold on. This is the real truth, actually. Um, not the truth, but like, so I really had a crush on the skateboarder, but then Paris got a crush on him. And of course, when he liked her, I was... I was kicked to the curb. <laughs> I didn't like him. No, he was my my um my neighbor like across like the street. No, okay. he was like my well, he best li friend. He liked you. Oh, he liked I didn't you, know I that. Did. I don't know. Who knows? I don't know. It doesn't matter. But that was the way that we ended up talking a lot. Yeah. She was always Chad so Muska. sweet. <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, I'm pulling in all the different situations that it could be. I just texted with Chad today. That's so funny. He, That's rad. Yeah, because my sister gave that. him his her pu her pug Muggsy when she moved to New York, Aww. and she did? We, we talked about it. Yeah, like years and years ago. Um, and then he just said he bought like a farm in Oklahoma, and he has like this. He's living wow. the simple life now. Yeah. <laughs> really. Yeah. I wow, actually used crazy. to I used to pick Chad Muska as my skateboarder and Tony Hawk for a skateboarder all the time. <laughs> yeah, legend. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, you know, I think I think I think Chad Muska, honestly, like Chad Muska and Angel Cavada, like the guys that um invented like well Chad, you know, Angel with Supra. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes like Chad like paved the way for like fashion of like unisex. Like oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like over Right? Like he totally. was so stylish. So like, stylish. Before everyone was doing all this, like before yeah. anyone had their brands, he like literally would be at his house making these like, the sickest shirts, painting them. Like, and, like the longest shirts. Remember, so like dope. super long cut and like just, I mean, like, I don't know, just stuff like tied around his waist. Like just like, I don't know, just different type of skateboard gear. Mm -hmm. Did you guys have cool. a, the same crush on anybody else? Or not that you had the crush, but did, was there anybody else <laughs> in the... What, what, what was your type back then? Did you well, have Well, she one? didn't have a crush on Chad. No, I didn't. He was my homie. No, no, he was no. like was literally neighbor. my brother. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> so what, what was your type back then, Paris? Um, 2003, around the fashion show. Oh, God. Like, the guys in L.A., like, some of them are just so beyond that it was... I had I had some bad taste back then. Yeah. Taryn, mm-hmm. same? It's not about, like, bad taste. I think it's just, like, you know, everyone's just finding themselves, you know? Like, we're... Um, you know, just there's everyone just sort of like growing, you know, they're just ever evolving and changing. They're cute one. You know, they're cute in the moment. <laughs> yeah, I think one, also one it was, it's hard like back in the day. I don't know. It's just like a different thing. There's so much happening. So it's hard it to trust fine. people in this town sometimes dating wise. Yeah. Remember yeah. Joseph's? Yeah. Some Mondays. So yeah, sick. Like, there were so many like nights that were just so fun and like so much fun. free. Oh. Like it was, it was just good times, you know? Mm-hmm. Before social media ruined nightlife. <laughs> yeah, thanks. That's, yeah, thank you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is it weird? Like, because I feel like you're kind of, at least in my eyes, you're every, every, I was looking through all these things you're doing right now. There's like four movies coming out that you're in. And obviously Orange is the New Black was massive. And your character was incredible. Is it, you. are you enjoying, uh, this moment in your life as much as you were like back in those days where it was kind of you were able to go to anything and not worry about being kind of hounded um I always like I always I mean it's been so long I've been doing this that I mean and I've always just kind of been like you know on the fringe of of you know like superstar if you will like just sort of skirting around like I can get in but you know no one gives a damn but um (laughs) <laughs> that's not true people love you so much the, i say that with the you know i'm just like it's it's just like there was a time in my 20s I remember boom cat like i was signed to dreamworks i had like a whole like run on tour and there was all that i sung on the radio that was a good time i always say like 24 was like a really golden golden year for me i did eight mile and um, crossroads and amazing and then eminem yeah that was fun and eminem put a song in, in his soundtrack um, it was the first song I ever wrote. And apparently, um, so Brittany Murphy was on that film and she was such a dear friend and such a sweet angel. And I don't know if they were just homies or whatever, but they ended up driving home together every night. And she ended up telling me later on down the road that he would like listen to my song every night. She's like, why, you know, why don't you sign with him and this and that? My brother at the time was like a huge influence on me. And, and he's like, yo T, we don't need to be put on. Like, you know, and I'm like, what do you mean? You know, Marshall wants to sign us. Um, but you know, we were already signing DreamWorks like verbally. So I learned about like verbal, you know, that's also a commitment. I was so young, you know, I was like 24, like I said. Well, 22 mm-hmm. to 24 was that. Anyway, so then he put the song in the soundtrack, and then that that was it. That was a heyday right there, just all that music life right there. And then like 30s kind of went kind of eh, you know, there were some good times. Well, no, then I got orange and that was a little spike. I just say like life ebbs and flows. It goes, you know, it goes up and down and, you know, it's mountains and valleys. It's not always like this going to be great or bad. So just seasons. It's like literally seasons. Mm. You talked about uh, Crossroads, which obviously had uh, Brittany in it, which she's uh, kind of, I, I mean, now the social media is deleted, uh, which I think maybe is the really? her Instagram, right? Yeah. Bernie's Instagram. Got deleted? Well, Why? I think she might have taken it down is what she said. And she just wants a little bit of a break. But have you talked to her at all during all this? And you guys stayed in touch? Yeah. No. No, I've been talking. I've been talking to her since. I mean, there was a time I ran into her. It was maybe like 10 years ago. But 
No, she was never allowed to talk to anybody. You know, I don't know if she ever was allowed to just have a friend, to be mm. honest with you. So sad. You know? That's true. I don't know, though. Like, I don't know for sure, but it doesn't seem like she could just, like, call a friend and go kick it for way yeah. before all that. Wow. That's crazy. I, don't know. I can't imagine being controlled so much like that. It's just so wrong. Something- Did you ever end up talking to her? Like, I mean... You know, you know, on the side or just, I mean, she's the best. Like, she's so sweet. So sweet. So, so just sweet and shy and just like innocent and like, like a little angel. Just like Mm -hmm. a really, really sweet girl. So I'm, but I'm happy she just got engaged too. Mm -hmm. So. To Sam. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Everyone's getting engaged Everyone's right now. getting engaged, married, <laughs> having babies. <laughs> I got to find somebody first. Apparently, Aww. there needs to be a second person <laughs> to get engaged. I've, I've been telling people I've engaged for a while. I bought myself a ring. They're like, that's not how it works. <laughs> um, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, let's let's kind of talk about uh, I, you and Paris known each other for a while. But one thing that I'm always interested in, did you see Paris's documentary? This is Paris by yes. chance. Mm-hmm. Did it change your perspective on her? Because it definitely changed mine. Oh, <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I've always known Paris is just down and rad. I mean, her, you know, her beach parties and just she's a like no, she's there's like probably a misconception about her, but because you know you she does like, I mean, she does you know put on like such a show, but all the while like she's just a kind of a skateboarder surfer like down like down human being but now that's doing like everything i know that she had so many dreams and like they're all coming true and it's just because she puts out such good energy and such positive frequencies that it's it's obvious this is why it's happening you know but um i i kind of i i feel like i know that side about her but even more so even with the cooking show it's like she's hilarious she's just (laughs) she's just a, a friend you know she's just like you or i or everybody else ultimately i'm gonna cry i love you thank you (laughs) just extra pretty and maybe with a little more money that's all just a little bit (laughs) and her own personal airplane you know but she's just like you or i yeah yeah (laughs) i am i do legitimately think that though people always ask they're like what's paris like i'm like she really is down to earth like i would not be are you kidding me give me that lifestyle i'm I'm fucking at, no one's going to see me again. <laughs> Nobody. I'm so out of I'm, here. And if someone does find me, oh, I'm a different person. She's the most unapologetic. Like, there's even a couple of characters that I've played that I'm like, I, I, I like, you know, what would Paris do? Because I, she's, she don't care. I don't care what you think. You know, she's just going to just handle that. And I love that. What characters? Yes. Do you, anything come to mind? I'm just, uh, my most unapologetic characters that are just just a whirlwind just you know what i mean and that aren't insecure at all and they they don't have any like self-consciousness or anything and unapologetically them if you don't like it they don't look at me like that kind of vibe you know Ooh, yes i love that yeah <laughs> that's the paris energy if you don't like it don't look at me uh-huh. yeah you don't gotta comment on my page like you you showed up here no one asked you to be here Ugh, how annoying are the <laughs> trolls on the internet sometimes? Like, it's so beyond. Yeah. But I feel like they do it, it to everyone, though. But it's just like, I don't know why people waste their time being mean and negative. It's just like, there's so many better yeah. things to do. It's pretty, it's pretty rough. How do you deal with it? 
Um, so I had this like new thing happening. I did a movie called Karen, which Paris told me that she, you watched yes, it. And, like I watched it. You did an incredible job. Thank you. It, you know, it's it's. I'm an actor, and like it's a part of storytelling. And I also, um, yeah, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to do this part to help, you know, affect change. Like in the in the best way I could as a white privileged woman, like. Like, you know, a lot of my friends are, are people of color. Like, I mean, we know, like, we know who we rock with, like, especially when you're a DJ too. It's like, I mean, it just sometimes blows my mind that, um, I don't know, everything that's happening, it blows my mind, but it's time to bring unearth things and illuminate them. But anyway, so like the hate has been really heavy, but I noticed that whenever I just write something back, you know, I'm sorry I offended you personally and blessings I they always go oh my god you responded and their whole I mean it's like I'm gonna come and shank you and murder your mother and then I just go hey I'm sorry you know I'm sorry that I personally offended you and then next thing you know they're like showering me with praise so I just think it's people that want attention is what I've what I've realized they want Mm -hmm. some type of attention so they come at you hard maybe that'll get your attention to just respond you know but they're coming at you because of the character you have to see this movie. Oh. She's like, oh yeah, <laughs> plays like the ultimate Karen. Yeah, I saw the trailer, but it's just so silly to me that people would like not understand the difference and that there's a different human behind that. Does it bum you? Are you like a little like? Are you affected by this one by this type of uh, like trolling? And, and I was I was for like a week or two. It really hurt me and it brought me down and I felt ashamed and everything. And you know, like I made a poor mistake, but then I was like wait, hold on. You know, I'm a professional actor. I'm a storyteller. I can't be, I can't be ashamed to be a part of, you know, a story that, you know, that, that it requires this character to, to sort of like, you know, for the, for, for it to work. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I play, you know, I, I play a lot of hard roles that are definitely hard roles to tackle and hard roles to swallow for people. But if it was something that wasn't so active in society, like if it was that easy to talk about, then, you know what I mean? You want anything that's hard to talk about in general is going to be hard to watch as a as a film too. Mm. So I just I just sort of like became one with it and knew I know my heart. That's the thing is I had to just like I know I know who I am and it doesn't matter what they're saying because I know my heart. You know. And you're playing a role, and I think it's an important story for people to see that there are people out there like that. And oh gosh, it's like it's like seems like a horror film but it's literally real life with some people and you know people need to be called out for that and show you know show things like this to just show like hi we know who you are and we're watching you and Mm -hmm. this is a movie to show people like what pieces of they are Mm -hmm. (laughs) not like everyone is but there's certain people that are not good people so totally you know, maybe not anyone is. <laughs> I don't know anyone like as crazy as the character that you played, but but they exist. They do, I mean, sure really? Exist. Yeah, right. Uh, oh, yeah, I, I know. She kind of went. No, next personally, level, I don't know them. <laughs> there's like, yeah, I don't either. There's like, there's like a YouTube. Several have millions of views, and I sort of took like a piece of like all of them and put it into one. You know, so. It's, it's pretty gnarly. Does that weigh on you all that research kind of like just absorbing all this hatred, which you need to do because you're an incredible artist and you're trying to portray this person as accurately as possible, however kind of despicable the behavior might be. But does that weigh on you? 
Um, I try not to judge my characters too much because if I judged my characters, then I, I wouldn't be able to play them. So once mm. I go all in, once I go all in, it's like, you know, it's, it's, it, I'm embodying it complete other like vessel and I'm gone. Like, so yes, does it weigh on me at night when I'm like, just trying to shed the, the burden, you know, like the burden of that character. Yeah. But am I mad at her? Am I like, wow, you know, no, I'm like, we're going back tomorrow. We're going back in. You know what I mean? Like, don't get too comfy tonight in your bed. Um, so I definitely, I go all the way, you know, with my characters, but, um, they do end up with time. There's been a few that have weighed on me. I played like it, you know, when I, I played a couple of true stories and been hard to shake some of those, um, really bad stories about women being like chained up for six or 13 years. And, you know, I played some, I played some things that are pretty hard to, pretty hard to shake. Um, when I was done with Karen, I it was shot in 14 days, first of all. And wow. I'm pretty much in every frame. And it rained every day this particular week. And we were shooting in the rain. I mean, we had to integrate umbrellas even. And um, it was freezing. Like, my jaw was locking up when you can't even talk anymore. Like, <laughs> you're just like, <laughs> it was rough. But, um, but when I was done... I, I think I slept for like about five days in a row. Like, I don't know. I hibernated like a bear. Cause I was just like, bing, you know, just on one. Like, it, like, I don't know who I was in that, you know, in that 14 days, I just had to get it done and just, you know, just handle it because that's what, that's what I do. That's what I was hired for. You know, I can't like mail it in at that point. Mm-mm. I have mm-hmm. to go all in. So, because I want the story to be told properly. Mm-hmm. But do I want to run for the hill sometimes? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't me. It wasn't me. (laughs) This is Paris. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, snag a job is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! retired from life. You know that. His business is failing. His house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger and we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+.
Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. This is Paris. You've had you've had such a range, too, of characters and roles. I just, I think it's a little underappreciated, the the range that you've had to do. Um, and on top of that, also the music, mm-hmm. it really is like a tour de force a little bit. Uh, is there anything you're not doing or you haven't done that you're like either a type of project or an art form in general? That you're like, oh, I want to do that. Um, I, I would still love to be like on tour with my band and, you know, doing all that. I, I still write music all the time. And that's my number one. That's my heart. My soul is music. Number one. Yeah, it's good stuff. And I love DJing and I, I love dance music. Like I'm a raver at heart. You know, I'm just, yes. I don't know. I think that's probably why her and I, mm-hmm. you know, I just, it's my life. Like I love, I love dance music. I always have since I was young. So I used to sneak out to raves when I was 13 and my mom finally was like, are you just go. <laughs> just <get home>. <laughs> <laughs> she finally let me just go. How did you get into DJing? Um, so I got into DJing after Boomcat broke up, my brother and I's band, um, I started doing solo music, some more dance oriented, you know, deep house, house trap, you know, dubstep, side trance, like all that kind of stuff. And, um, I wanted to be like a one man show, like basically be able to, you know, play and, and sing my songs. Cause I didn't have Kellen anymore or my band. So, um, my brother was always into spinning. Like I grew up with a brother who's six years older than me and loves hip hop. Mm-hmm. So at my whole, whole entire life, my brother was a, like a break dancer and two turntables and a microphone. Like everything was hip hop all the way. So in Tucson, Arizona, the, you know, the whitest kids you could ever find, but <laughs> my brother, <laughs> my brother was gnarly. 
and we love the Beastie Boys. And so when we first started Boomcat, we like we wanted to be like a brother sister team, like Beastie Boys thing, you know, like sort of that that vibe. And then when Kellen and I went our separate ways, and I started doing dance. I was like, all right, I'm gonna DJ and then play my TV tracks and be able to sing. So that's how I really got into it. You know, that was the mission. Yeah, that's the best feeling in the world just to be up there and just. I don't know. I love DJing. It's so much fun. The music is just insane. The energy. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yep. And you've done like such, such huge, like those festival shows that are just so uplifting. Oh my God. I know that feeling. (laughs) You can't describe it unless you've done it. What does it feel like? What's, What's like, is there anything in your life that you've done that's come close? You're like, oh, that's kind of, it's all, is it adrenaline? Yes, just like all the people screaming and dancing and just, I just feel like the love and the music is just like the laser lights, like just the whole vibe is just like, you feel like you're on top of the world. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, when you're, when you're like a, like a, you know, a festival like that, like it's positive. Like there's, there's nothing, but there's no one, there's people just hands up to the sky, like reaching out, like that right there, you know, like they're reaching up to something bigger and it's just positive. It's just a positive vibe dance music is all the lyrics are like uplifting oh i miss it it's been so crazy that the world's been like shut down for so long i miss all the music festivals i know well acting i think music festivals obviously probably got hit hard uh in terms of all the covid stuff that got shut down but acting people were still able to do some acting is it fully back now for you has it been fully back for a while are you just working nonstop? yeah yeah, it's been back for a minute. It's like you have to get like tested a bunch every, you know, it's like still really, it's like a whole different thing. But yeah, we still are we're at it. How did you get into yeah. acting? Oh my goodness. Um, I grew up as a, so my very first thing I ever did, I did martial arts and then, and then I did ballet and I did ballet and jazz from like 12 to about 21. And um, at my dance class, some of the girls were taking, well, it wasn't like a dance company, rather. Um, they were taking acting class. And I was like, I was like eavesdropping. And I heard them like, so Wednesday nights in Burbank. And so like I was 13 and my mom picked me up. And I was like, mom, Chandra and Ashley go to acting class in Burbank every Wednesday night. I want to. Like, I, you know, I was just like a poser. Like, I want to do it too. <laughs> so the next thing you know, my poor mom is carting me up to, Burbank from San Diego every Wednesday night. Oh, from, from San Diego? Thir- uh-huh. For those every that Wednesday aren't night. in California, that's at least a two-hour drive minimum. Wow. Like three. Oh, oh my gosh. God. Dedication. And it went from like seven to midnight, so she would just hang out. Aww. I, I like the like the blockbuster music or whatever. Like She would go to Starbucks and just wait. And I did that from 13 to... 19 I went at that class like the whole time all the while like going to ballet and then I went to Orange County High School of the Arts on a ballet scholarship so I did like I was like a hardcore dancer I moved to LA to dance being like music videos and stuff wow when you were doing (laughs) six years of acting classes from seven to midnight once a week driving up from San Diego were you auditioning the whole time were you booking anything or was this more just like I just like the craft no, he told me I sucked and, and I wasn't allowed to get an agent. And then we were all, we were all 
kids at the time, but it was like Kirsten Dunst came out of that, Evan Rachel Wood, Erica Christensen, Lily Sobieski, like no, but we were no one knew we were anybody. And but they would never, they would never pair me up with Kirsten or Mercedes. And like, what do you mean I'm not good enough? So I would just go home and study, 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 and just like, and finally at 19, he's like, okay, you can get an agent now. And I'm like, okay, all right, you know. So finally, I at 19, I I went, you know, I tried to get an agent, which wasn't easy because I didn't know anybody, you know, I didn't have any like connections or anything. So how'd you do it? Well, there was a place called Samuel French, and which I think is still there. The play store. It's a, yeah, the bookshop. It's like a bookstore, mm-hmm. and it has like every, yeah, playwrights. It has every playwright, every book about acting. It even had at the time. This was like 1997 or eight maybe 99, probably 90. No, because I became a SAG member in 97. This was like 95, 96. Um, there was like how to get an agent. And then you bought like the little thing with all the labels to all the agencies. So there was like all these pages. So I sent out 80 envelopes one day with like my headshot and a cover letter that was completely fudged. Like I've been in this, that, and this. <laughs> <laughs> Back when it was easier to lie about it and nobody could like triple check you. <laughs> right. It was just plays like, but I was in some school plays, but instead of, instead of but I was the lead. Um, it's, and then I asked my neighbor who had a great voice. He had like the best, like, you know, like, you know, authoritative voice. I'm like, Hey buddy, would you ever follow up? You know, like these calls for me. So I, I put all 80 envelopes in like a post office drop box. Beep, and then only two calls out of the 80. That's it. He, he followed up each one. And I ended up, I be, ended up being hip pocketed, which if you know what that means. No, what does that no, mean? No, what's that? Hip pocketed is like when they, they take a chance on you and they're, they're not going to give you like a contract or, you know, like say you're in, they're just going to try you out. So I got hip pocketed by Epstein Wyckoff and I was like, yes, I was so pumped. And I was 19 <laughs> and then I did a bunch of extra work. Literally, I started off as an extra because I needed three SAG vouchers. I did it from the ground up, like straight, you know. Wow. Yep. Garage sale, like, you know, but with training, training under my belt, I knew I was ready. Like, you know, just give me the scene. Give me the audition. I'm in. So, yeah. Were, were you actually like your teacher thought? Were you actually bad when you were 13 all the way up till 19? Or maybe think it worked to get know, you to I, study every night, you know? I might have sucked. I don't know. It's definitely hard to hear, though. No, it's not fun. That sucks. <laughs> That's an amazing story. Wow, you like, there's so a crazy. lot more put off that was like capsulated but yeah there's a lot more to it but um you know hey i always say it's you know it's possible like i always want to like and i'm not a dream crusher i always like to say that you know you two have a chance you so do you so do you you know like you know there's no like like ingredients or, or blueprint to the top everyone does it their own way you know mm-hmm. truly right yeah, well, I'm getting into acting right now, uh, which I've nice. done like sparingly over the last like 10 years because I've been doing a lot of more of this stuff, like hosting unscripted. So it is very nice and inspirational to hear your story. And I hope other aspiring actors pull the same from it. Yeah, I mean, nowadays I wouldn't even know what to say because those days, you know, like going to Samuel French and sending out the labels like that. I don't know if it's still like that. I, there used to be Backstage West, which was like mm. a trade magazine. 
Yeah. Like, do you remember, remember that? that? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would be like outside the castings, like on the floor, yeah. like a big pile of them. Yeah. You just grab one. There's like student films in there. And like when you're just hungry, you're just scouring every page, you know? I, I even ended up at an acting class at the Scientology building. So it was like $9.99. <laughs> It was just you and Tom. <laughs> no, it was like we, we had a great, a great acting class. I'm like, yeah, all right. And then next thing you know, they wanted to take you on a tour. And I'm like, I'm good. I want to go home. Yeah. I got a date tonight. It was like, <laughs> I was like, what's happening? I dipped though. I, I somehow got out of it. But yeah, there was a whole thing to get you to go. And I'm not, I'm not knocking it. Like a lot of my friends are Scientologists, but like, it was like, I was taking an acting class at the Scientology building, but I, it was $9.99. That's it's crazy. a good price. Yeah. That's a great price for an acting class. <laughs> That's cool. All right. Well, I like- about, well, hold on. How did you get into DJing, Chris? Um, I got into it because, you know, I was hosting parties in Vegas, like the first one who like invented getting paid to party. And then I started yes. noticing like around like, I don't know, like 15 years ago, that it wasn't really about like the celebrities anymore. It was more about the DJ. So I was like, why would I just only do this when I could be playing the music and host the night? And it just makes more sense if I'm going to optimize my time, fly around the world, why not do both? And then my fee is even more. So it was kind of like a business decision. I was like, I love to rave. I love music. I love to dance. So I just hired the most amazing people in the business and this guy, Mike Henderson, DJ Endo, and he taught me everything there was to learn about it. And then I played my first festival and I was like, oh my God, I fell in love. And then I really just learned even more and the rest is history. Were you bad nice. in the beginning or were you a natural? What was your uh, process? Well, it's like you have to learn. Like you just, I just tried different you, systems and. Yeah. What did he teach you on? I first started on Rekordbox. Um, nice. With CDJs. With CDJs? Yeah. And then I moved it over to the tractor and then nice. the tractor essay with CDJs attached. So I love that setup. It's really sick. Nice. Mm-hmm. There's eight sick. people listening right now who are like, finally, this is what I've been listening to this podcast for is to find out her setup. And now I know. Native instruments. Yes. Yeah. That's cool. It's very technical. It's not as easy as people think. They have yeah. tractor with CDJ or actual CDJ, they're like those plates that are on the all-in-one thing. Uh, they're on, they're on there, but I just get like separate CDJs, just the pioneers. Oh, yeah. Oh. So you can All hook right. up anything to it. That's pretty sick. Yes. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, there's, there's, yeah, there's so many ways. Like it's cool. Everyone has like their own. There's like some people that play with like eight CDJs just mm-hmm. running back and forth. I'm like, wow. So sick. And back in the day, AM would just kill it. Like, uh, it was so much fun. I miss him. This is Paris. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snag a job is the all in one solution for hiring high quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snag-A-Job's got a worker for that. 
With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hi, I'm Giancarlo Esposito, and I'm here to introduce you to my character, Gray Parrish, from my new series, Parrish. Yeah, I can drive. My character was a getaway driver. Yeah! I'm retired from a life. You know that. His business is failing. His house is going up for sale. He is the everyman. Tell me about this driver job. We got a lot of action in this show. We have moments of real danger. And we want to feel as if anything could happen. Gray is invited to drive for this man. He's invited to make money, and he quickly realizes this is not the right thing to do. I did what you told me to. And he's in a world over his head. Now, let's go! He will try to do what's right and seek justice. Parish, all new Sundays at 9 on AMC and stream on AMC+. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A dot this is seven slitting questions oh no are you ready for your slitting questions <laughs> okay okay what is your spirit animal and why um, oh my gosh um probably an owl and because they can like you know, they can turn their head like 360 and they have like eyes on the back of their head. So they see everything happening and they're wise, but they're also, you know, they're also predators too, in a way, meaning like they can also handle their own. But yeah, I just like, I like, I like their, their two sides to them, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wise and a little dangerous. I feel like that's, that's yeah, you. Like, I'm a di- <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> in a good way. In a good way. <laughs> What is your sign and are you like your sign? I'm a Scorpio and um, there's parts of me that are like that, but I feel like I'm also a lot like my rising and my, you know, my rising, my moon sign. Cause I feel like you're a little mixture of all of it. Yeah, it's true. I'm like obsessed with all of that. I love yeah, it's cool. 
it's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. What is the worst date that you've ever been on and why? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my worst date and why? Um, uh, um, probably like going to a, like a concert that's really loud with someone that you have nothing in common with and trying to talk, they're trying to talk to you and you know, when like they talk really loud in your ear. So it like vibrates funny and you're like, ah, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. <laughs> so the whole time just like being like, you know, ear tortured, but trying to like listen to like one of my favorite groups and just being like, so confused. Like, what do I do? And Yeah. <laughs> I just remember like all night, like itching my ear like that. Yeah, it was bad. Brutal. Yeah, like sp- Brutal. spitting in your ear, like <laughs> screaming. I'm like, my eardrums, like, you know, doing things. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, what is your biggest pet peeve? Oh my gosh. My biggest pet peeve. So it's so oh that's a really tough oh my I know it my biggest pet peeve is <laughs> my biggest pet peeve is when girls throw their tampon or their pads down my toilet and it it messes up my plumbing oh there, there's a reason why there's signs in the bathrooms that say please put your maxi pads in this trash can but girls are like of course I put it down and I'm like yeah because you don't own a house that's crazy you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's definitely that, a first oh that'd be my pet peeve too i'll tell you is that a good one that's a good pet yeah peeve. i haven't heard that one before but that i love i think that. that's everyone's pet peeve yeah that's high on my list now <laughs> oh my god you should do a little sign yes. <laughs> um what is the craziest rumor that you've ever heard about yourself <laughs> There's so many, I don't even know where to start. I, know. Um, <laughs> I feel you. Um, hmm. Oh, let me think right now. I'm trying to think, I'm trying to think. Um, oh, that I was like, that I was really 65. What? And I was, <laughs> <laughs> it was on Wikipedia for a long time. That I was fucking, excuse me, sorry. That I was 65. I'm like, Wow, like I know I'm getting older, but like that's pushing it. That's not even fair. <laughs> I was so sad. I was like, yeah, that was rough. That was a rough time right there. And it was hard to get it off there, by the way. Oh, here's another. But actually, you know what? Scratch that one. <laughs> that it, my my entire career, so you guys know what IMDb is. It's the International Movie Database, uh-huh. yeah. you know? So they have like, they have your statistics in there your age i mean nowadays they don't put your age so like but now but you can't get your age off so your age your height and all that so there was a time that they said i was 410 when you're short already 410 is like listen guys that's very short and i'm not so i it took me like 10 years in three, three, you guys, you're in th- about three different doctor, you know, they had to write it. You know, she's five. She's listen, I'm five, two and three, four. So that was no wait. But my, all three doctors put, out was five, three. And I was like, yeah, just, you know, just round it up for me, round it up. So, so, so I got five, three on three different documents, turned them into IMDB. I was like, blam, after 10 years, I could finally not be four ten. Lo and behold, it shows up as five, two, and three fourths. <gasps> That's my real height. 
How did they like, know? I, I'm like, I'm done with that. Like they know everything, but at least I wasn't four ten, and now I'm five two and three fourths, and that's 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 where you know that's the proper height there. That's amazing. So that, a, a that lot, was rough. A lot of people don't know this, but Paris is seven two, and so. <laughs> Like she has it as like a weird normal height of five nine or five ten or something on all the sites, but it is not the case. If we stood up right now, I am belly button level with her. <laughs> That's hot. <laughs> How would she do that? <laughs> I'll have what she's having. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> well, uh, your first celebrity crush. Hands down, Kurt Cobain. Yes. That's a good one. Right there. Legend. Do you have the same crush? Did I have a crush on him? I thought he was just so, like, I was obsessed with him and his music. And everyone thought he was hot. Like, he was so cool. He's such a legend. Yeah. Yes. Icon. Who's yours? Who Who was mine? Yeah. Um, it was... Dylan McKay from Beverly Hills, nine hundred two one zero. Nice. Yes. Luke Perry. Okay. That's good. Yeah, yeah. I think mine was uh, Carmen Electra. Nice. This says a lot about my, you know, childhood I issues. Love her. I love her. I love, so I love Carmen Electra. She came on one of the so, shows that uh, shoots right after my show, and I saw her. She looks amazing. Yeah. It's yeah, really she's, great. She's, she's a good person. Mm-hmm. She's really sweet. Yes. Okay. Oh, what more? What more? One more. <laughs> one more sliving question. What's your favorite live music experience that you've ever seen? Um, probably when I was um, like, I would say 13 and my best friend's sister took us to see The Cure. And I remember just being like, they like changed my life. And then also Portishead played and then Smashing Pumpkins played. And I was just, my, I was forever changed. Like that was like, that was it for me. I was in music was everything. It's cool. It's a fun concert. Yeah. What a lineup. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Do you have one Paris? My favorite music live. Um, Like back in the day when we used to go to Michael Jackson's concerts, since we knew him our whole life, he would always like bring my sister and me and Nicole like on stage to sing like we are the world or just like, different songs oh my gosh. it was just sick because he was like how cool. the way he would dance and that just how everyone he was just like this like legend like there was no, nothing like him in the world so it was just iconic to be up there with him imagine like going on a date with paris and paris says what's your favorite live music experience and you're like i once saw blink 182 like from a distance and then paris is like i stood on michael jackson's shoulders yeah. and i sang man in the mirror for him under a hat and nobody knew <laughs> i was moonwalking with yeah. i was behind him holding his that's legs insane. as he did it yeah wow. that's, that's amazing You're lucky those yes. are good experiences from both of you and taryn it was so lovely meeting you me too i wish y'all the best with your acting and everything go for it it's so cool thank you so much i feel like a yeah. child again being like i'm going to class <laughs> But I love it's that. Good. It's good. It's good. Cool. Yeah, very inspirational awesome. though, and um, everything you're doing is incredible. So thanks mm-hmm. for chatting with us. Um, yeah, I'm so proud of you and all your Thank films you. that are coming out. Everything you're doing, and I miss you, and I can't wait to see you soon. 
Thank you, Levy. And I'm so proud of you too and everything you've done and just keep going. And, and I wish you and your fiance all the best and Thank all the you. love in the world. You deserve it. Thank you, babe. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Yes. Bye. Thanks for listening to This Is Paris. We love hearing from you. So leave us a review. Send an email to paris at iheartradio.com. Leave a voicemail at 833-87-PARIS and follow us at This Is Paris Podcast. Bye, babes. Follow Paris at Paris Hilton and follow Hunter March, host of Eve Nightly Pop at Hunter March. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.